Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Mavs Moneyball Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Cooperstein. It is Saturday, September 8th, and we are just about three weeks away from Mavericks Media Day, which is the unofficial start of the 2019-2020 season. You'll get your first look at Kristaps Porzingis. You'll get your first look at DeLon Wright. Seth Curry is back. It's an exciting time in Mavs land. It's an exciting time for sure. I just wanted to go over with you some important dates in the 2019-2020 season. There's a few of them, uh, including when when are we going to retire Dirk's number? I'll give you a few dates that I think could be the possible day. Um, but don't go don't go buy tickets because if you do that and it's not the day, I don't want to be responsible for that. So I'm going to give you three dates I think that Dirk's number could be retired. Let me know what you guys think if you don't think it's any of these three days. But I, I'm pretty sure that they'll do it on one of these three days because they are marquee matchups all on weekends. So I'll give you those, and we'll take a look at the calendar. So let's get right into it. All right, so as I said earlier, Media Day on September 30th. Media Day is always a super fun day because you can get kind of stuff you get you can get the kind of stuff that you wouldn't get otherwise you wouldn't you wouldn't get these interviews that you could get during the season because the guys are all locked in and focused on the season but you can get them talking about whatever you can get them talking about video games or food or what they did over the summer and I think that's the best part about media day is because you really get that's where where you really get the personalities of the guys and especially you can see them in uniform interacting with other players, which is which I always think is a cool part. It may be a small part of Media Day, but seeing the guys like actually in uniform next to each other is actually really awesome. And that's what gets me fired up uh, about the season because that's when I start thinking, all right, it's it's about time for basketball season. Football season's in full swing, but basketball is just on the horizon. And then right after Media Day, the next day after that is training camp on October 1st. So that'll be the first practice for the Mavericks. And then you'll have a week of training camp before the first exhibition season on October 8th. So it, it's a quick training camp. Um, I I would like them to have a little bit more time to be able to practice. But instead of eight exhibition games, there's now five, which I actually really like because I think eight exhibition games is way too much for them to be doing. Um, there's no need to play eight of them, especially you know what you have after five and you don't have a I mean, the Mavs actually did play a lot of the starters last year just because they didn't have chemistry with each other. They played about 30 minutes a game in the exhibition season. Uh, but I don't think that'll happen this year. I think they'll try to rein Luka back as much as possible because he did get really tired at the end of the season. So I, I bet he gets really limited in the exhibition season. Um, I think Porzingis might play a game or two, like full, full-fledged. full He might play 30 minutes in one or two games. They just need to see what he has on the court, make sure the knee's all healthy and good to go before the season. Uh, like I said, I think he should have played last year a little bit just to make sure, 100% sure, that everything was a go. Um, but I think he'll be he'll be plenty ready for opening night on October 23rd against the Washington Wizards, and that was my next important date there. Opening night's always great because everyone starts out 0-0. Zero and zero. Technically technically everyone has the same chance to win the NBA championship and it's always just a, a day of optimism and a day of a day of excitement for all the NBA fans and I, the Mavs are opening at home for the first time in a while so that'll be really fun to see uh you get to you get your first game action real live look at Luca and Kristaps and see how they work together and man I'm just super excited for that I think it's going to be an awesome duo they're going to have a really good year this year and they're just going they're going to build something special here and I really feel that. Uh, I think they're going to build something special, they'll attract free agents and the Mavs will be a contender in the West uh in the near future. Maybe not this year, they might make the playoffs this year, but they're not going to contend for anything. But in the near future, I bet the Mavs are up there in the upper echelon of the Western Conference where they were 
basically from 2000 to 2011. Uh, the Mavs were one of the very best teams in the regular season. They didn't really get it done in the playoffs, obviously, until 2011. Um, but I think this duo is going to be really good uh, for years to come for the Mavericks. And then you have Kristaps Porzingis' return on November 14th, his return to the Garden to go play the New York Knicks. What's interesting, too, is the Knicks come here on November 8th. So the Mavericks are done with the Knicks in a six-day span from November 8th to November 14th. And there's a bunch of storylines of that. Obviously, you have Porzingis returning to the Garden on the 14th, but you have Dennis Smith Jr. coming back to Dallas on November 8th. And I have no ill will towards Dennis Smith Jr. whatsoever. Obviously, him and Rick Carlisle didn't get along. But I'm a big fan of Dennis Smith, uh, the person. I hope he I hope he figures it out as a player. I'm glad the Knicks did not get Kyrie Irving because that would have hindered his development significantly. They might have had to trade him again. So I really hope Dennis finds a home in New York and is able to to blossom as a player because I'm really rooting for the kid and I think he's going to be a good player in this league. So the, that those two games will be very interesting to see just how the crowd uh, how the crowd receives. Dennis and Porzingis. I th- I think the Mavericks will give Dennis an ovation as they should. Uh, Dennis was Dennis was a good guy for us. It just it didn't work out with him and Rick Carlisle. And for Porzingis, I don't think the New York Knicks fans will be very happy with him. Um, but that's how New York is. They're just they're an angry fan base because they've been bad for twenty years. So I think Porzingis will will get booed. Uh, I don't think they really care about Courtney Lee or Tim Hardaway. So. The, the, those two games will be very interesting to watch. And then after that, not too many interesting games before we get to the potential Dirk retirement games, retire number retirement games. Not too many key dates on the schedule until the trade deadline, which is February 7th of 2020. And I'm not sure if the Mavs are going to be really active at the trade deadline on February 7th because they're over the cap. They're not going to be in a position where they're going to acquire significant pieces back in the trade because first of all they don't have the assets considering they traded two first round picks for Porzingis and they don't have any young players that they're going to move in a trade because their best young players like I said are Luca and Porzingis and those guys aren't getting traded so I'm not sure if the Mavs will be very active at the trade deadline I say that uh but they actually do like to make moves at the deadline I mean they obviously got Porzingis last year they got Nerlens Noel a few years ago and it's something that the Mavs always keep an eye on, so that'll be definitely a date to watch um, in the 2019-2020 season. All right. Let me give you the three games I think could be when 41 goes up into the rafters. Date number one, the Los Angeles Lakers on Friday, November 1st. The Lakers are the marquee franchise of the NBA, and that is a Friday night, so the building would be packed. The Lakers do have LeBron James now and are one of the most hyped teams in the league now that they have Anthony Davis as well. And I I think that would be a pretty cool ode to Dirk to have LeBron in the building when his number goes up in the rafters. Obviously, LeBron's getting his jersey retired in Miami, Cleveland, and probably L.A. if, you know, God willing, and they win a championship. But I I think the Lakers would be a really cool time to have Dirk's number retired and because just the the history of the Lakers, the amount of great players that have come through that franchise, I think it would be really cool to have Dirk's number retired against the Los Angeles Lakers. All right, date number two, the Rockets, Sunday, November 24th. That is a 2.30 tip-off, uh, which is rare. The Mavs don't usually play afternoon games, but there's a li- few more on the schedule this year. Uh, November 24th is Sunday, and against the Rockets, the Mavs 
number one rival at the moment. I think they're a bigger rival than the Spurs right now, uh, just because of the fan bases don't really like each other. And I think the Mavs have a little hostility towards James Harden and Russell Westbrook. So um, I think that would be that would be an interesting one to have retired while the the Rockets are sitting on the bench watching Dirk get his number retired. That'd be pretty funny. And more importantly, if the Mavs were to win that game, it, I mean, it would be a very memorable game because the Mavs do need to rack up all these wins to try to get into that into that seven eight seed range, which I think is their ceiling for the season. And games like against the Rockets, games at home against teams that are perceived to be in the top four, top five in the Western Conference, I think you have to steal a few of those games. You got to win those games, especially at home. Uh, you need to be better on the road than they were last year, obviously. But I really think you need to you need to do your damage at home. All right, date number three, and this would be my personal favorite one, just because I despise them so much, and that would be against the Miami Heat on December 14th. I would love to see the Mavs retire, Dirk, re- retire Dirk's number against Miami. I just, I I think it would be the last kind of screw you to Miami because obviously Dirk doesn't like Miami, and I don't think Miami likes Dirk very much. But it would, I mean, it would be really, it'd be really funny, especially if Dwayne Wade hasn't has his number, especially if Dwayne Wade hasn't had his number retired yet. I think it would be really funny if they retired Dirk's number against the Miami Heat on December 14th. One other date I wanted to get to just before we get out of here is February 28th. That is Luka Doncic's 21st birthday. It still is absolutely mind-blowing to me that Doncic is 20 years old and I'm 23 years old. Here he is, one of the best bright young stars in the NBA, and the Mavs have him for the foreseeable future. And I I just I don't want to take that for granted because Doncic is such a special player, and the Mavs really need to really need to harness his talent and take advantage of it while they have it because while there while Doncic might be a loyal guy, there is no one who's going to be like Dirk. You will not see Doncic play 21 seasons with the Mavericks because only one player in NBA history has done that and that was Dirk. So the Mavs need to take advantage of the Doncic talent window as soon as possible. They need him and Porzingis to play to the best of their abilities and then they need to go out and attract free agents. I think that's an absolute key for the Mavericks uh, to be able to su- sustain success is put the best players around Doncic and Porzingis to make a run at this thing and to be up there with the likes of the Lakers and the likes of the Portland Trailblazers and the Denver Nuggets. You need to be able to get these guys to Dallas and it hasn't happened in a while, but the Mavs are building something to where free agents will want to come to Dallas. So those are some key dates I had uh, marked down on the calendar. Let me know what you guys think at Jeff underscore Coop 27 on Twitter. Let me know if there were any key dates I missed in the NBA calendar and in the Mavs calendar specifically. One thing I wanted to touch on before we get out of here is the guys at the FIBA World Cup. You have Maxi Kleber and you have uh, Boban Marjanovic playing at the FIBA World Cup for Germany and Serbia, respectively. And I think when you play in the World Cup, you come into the season already in in shape to play basketball games. And so I think those guys are going to have good seasons, especially Maxi Kleber, who just signed a contract extension. The Mavs are going to be looking for big, big things from Kleber, whether it's in a starting role or off the bench. I think he probably comes off the bench as one of the bigs. And the Mavs really need him to be able to stretch the floor and to be able to block shots, which he did last year. He was their best shot blocker. 
and I think he's probably one of their better post defenders. I think him and Porzingis will be able to be those rim protectors that the Mavs need. Uh, they could use a little improved rebounding from both Porzingis and from Kleber, but I think he's ready to make an impact. And of course, uh, Marjanovic, who is a 7-3 just gigantic person, will be the guy who will fill the solid measure role where you play against against teams who have really big guys like Jokic or Nurkic or you know any of those any of those guys who are inside the paint scorers and who just sit down there and try to dominate the interior uh that's where Marjanovic can come in and actually play a pretty big role for the Mavericks so he's not going to play every game and be in the rotation every game but in those kind of games where you're going up against the bigs he can play 15 minutes and get you six points and probably six or seven rebounds. It's what he does. I mean, he is a productive player when he plays. He, he just can't play that often because of the way the modern game is played. So I think Marjanovic will actually have a role on the Mavericks, and I think it'll... I think he'll be a pretty good piece for them, especially coming in an already game shape. I think that's actually a huge advantage and why I wanted to see some of the guys, uh, especially on the United States, play in this tournament because it already puts you in game shape and you're ahead of the curve of the rest of the league. And then, of course, you have Salamedri, who isn't on the Mavericks right now, but somehow has a three-point shot. In one of the games earlier for Tunisia, Mesri shot five three-pointers. He had 22 points, 15 rebounds, and five blocks, including five made three-pointers. If Salah Mesri can make three-pointers on a regular basis, he is an NBA player. I don't care what anyone says. If you're 7-1 and can make that shot from the outside and do the things that Salah Mesri can do, most notably annoy people. No, I'm kidding. But he, he is also a paint defender. Unfortunately, he doesn't fit on the Mavs right now. But I would be surprised if someone didn't pick up Salamendri after the solid FIBA World Cup he's having. Um, he might st stash in the D-League for a couple of months. Excuse me, the G-League. He might stash in the G-League for a couple of months. And then he could sign a 10-day contract with somebody and, and uh, make a name for himself this year. So I'm hoping Salah, I'm wishing Salah the best, and I'm hoping it works out for him in the NBA. All right, so that will be your Mavs Moneyball Radio podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Cooperstein. Thanks for rolling with me for the last 15 minutes or so, taking you through some of the key dates that we have here on the Mavericks calendar. You can find this podcast on Apple, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And of course, you can find me on Twitter at Jeff underscore Coop 27. You can find Mavs Moneyball on Twitter at Mavs Moneyball. So that will be your Mavs Moneyball radio podcast. I will talk to you next week with another episode.